0: This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Graham Williams and Christina Stoyanova. We have a great program for you today. Getting into the new year now. So we've uh, got uh, our Hot 5 uh, app list coming up uh, in a bit. It's the Hot 5 New Year's resolution apps. Is that right? That's right. Cool. I love that. Uh, And if you've just gotten a new iPhone We've uh, got uh, the 10 best apps that you need to download right away. Did you get an Android phone? We've got another segment where we're going to cover the best Android apps to download for your new Android smartphone. And, uh, of course, uh, we'll have all our usual tips and tricks uh, for Facebook and iPhones and you name it, we've got it. Let's start off with some of the, uh, the app news uh, this week, uh, guys. Uh, I think one of the big ones uh, for me, uh, Amazon. Uh, with their Echo speakers now support Apple Music which uh, is fantastic. Yeah it is. I mean I'm using uh, an Echo Dot right
1: now to connect to my Sonos system so for me this is kind of a, an interesting place to be uh, being able to direct Apple Music on my Apple, uh, Apple TV through my Echo Dot which I can then send out through my Sonos system it. Starting to feel like Frankenstein here. Yeah, that's very Frankenstein. A little yeah. bit. But uh, I mean, it's, it's great to have that. It's been interesting because I've got Spotify, I've got Apple Music, and I've got Google Play Music. And I've actually noticed that a lot of my friends have been sort of rolling off of Google Play Music. That was sort of the big one for them uh, before. And now th- I never really used it. Yeah, the interface isn't great. No. Right. And I think we're sort of in the transition now between going between Google Play Music and it's becoming YouTube Music. I'm, I'm still not really sure what's happening
0: there. Yeah.
1: Uh, but Spotify. I don't, think where, they,
0: I don't think they know either. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: I mean, it's Google, right? They'll just throw a spaghetti at the wall and hopefully yes. something will stick. Uh, but uh, Spotify is kind of where a lot of people are going. But I'm finding a lot of my friends who have iPhones, you know, the people who have the, the blue bubbles when you text message them. Yes, um, They're getting into Apple Music. And one of my favorite features about it is what my friends are listening to. So you can uh, follow friends on uh, Apple Music. And it actually puts together a fairly decent playlist. So I now have a friends playlist on Apple how does that work? And it's just—it's grabbing songs that my friends have played and putting it together in a 25-song playlist. That do you have to give permission for that, or just just doing it? If you if you add them as a friend, so they have to accept you as a friend. Where in Apple Music? In Apple Music. Oh, it'll do that. So if you go into Apple, I did Music, not know that. Yeah, you can you can totally. Do, we, we should be friends on Apple Music. Oh. You listen to weird music. Yeah, I absolutely do. And I totally yeah. want to corrupt your feed. So it'll be okay. great. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> a lot of oons, oons, oons. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is kind of a neat feature being able to now have my Echo Dot control this, uh, which I think is going to be it's going to be fun. I'm going to see if I'm going to use it more than Spotify now.
0: You have a, uh, an Echo speaker as well.
2: I do. I do. you ever use it? I, I do a little bit. Yes.
0: And what music service do you have hooked up to it? Spotify. Ah, uh, OK. So you yeah. don't care about Apple Music.
2: Um yeah my level of caring about Apple Music is a little on the low side I enjoy Spotify
0: well, if you have an Amazon Echo speaker, you can uh, get Apple Music tuned into that now. Uh, this is an interesting story. Google's Gboard keyboard app reaches 500 languages in two years. Graham, explain what uh, the Gboard keyboard
1: app is. Yeah, so essentially when you've got a phone, you can add a keyboard app, which lets you change how you are uh, inputting text into uh, all of the apps that you use. So if you're using it for, for texting or if you're using it for searching for things, uh, the big one was Swipe. You guys remember when Swipe came out? Where you could drag your finger across the keyboard and have it come up with words for you. It's kind of great because it's got search built in. So I know a lot of us uh, will, will use Google search for a lot of things. Uh, so you can, you can use that there. It also is connected to your Google account. So it's starting to build this profile of you, which some people absolutely love. Um, I'm not a huge fan. But uh, now uh, Gboard is available in 500 uh, separate languages. So this is just on Android. Uh, this is on Android and iOS. So, okay. Uh, so Gboard is across uh, both platforms. I've never used it. No. No. Well, I mean, uh, so here's the thing. I think you said you speak two languages, right? English and bad English. That's right. Yes. And So Christina, you were saying that you're working on some <laughs> Spanish.
2: That's right. And I'm frequently typing in Bulgarian as well.
1: And I'm cracking away at Esperanto. So this is fantastic. <laughs> this is great for all of us.
0: Um, yeah. Good times. Good. Uh, what else here in the app show news? Uh, Christina, this one's a freaky one. Um, uh, a couple in Canada here, uh, were trying to call 911 with their Samsung phone on Freedom Mobile and they couldn't get through. It no. didn't work.
2: Not just one Samsung phone, but two. They each had a Samsung Galaxy device. Yeah. And they each tried to reach out to 911 using both devices and failed.
0: So uh, one, one of them, one of the uh, part of the couple here, had a, an A5 model of the Samsung. Yeah. Uh, and the other an A8. And both had service through Freedom Mobile and both not working. Is that kind of freaky?
2: Yes, apparently this was due to some sort of software update that had been done. um, And it seems to be isolated to Freedom Mobile, but uh, a little bit scary. So they actually finally connected with 911 through 411, which is a very roundabout way to do things.
0: Is this affecting, did they say if this is affecting a lot of uh, Samsung phones?
2: Yes. So Freedom Mobile almost a week later released a statement oh, a to later. its um, to its user base alerting them of this issue and reverted a lot of users back to their 3G network where apparently 911 still works yeah. on those devices.
0: But it should be working for Samsung phones now.
1: Yes, they made a carrier update on that. So this this actually kind of – this reminds me of a bit of a situation many years ago. Um, I used to own a BlackBerry Storm. You remember those? Oh, yeah. Right? It was the touchscreen BlackBerry that had the button underneath. So when you click the screen, the whole screen would
0: click, right? Yes,
1: yeah. And and so he was, Genius. The interesting thing was that BlackBerry and a lot of other phones at the time would go through carrier software updates. Now, Apple in 2007, one of the things that they wrangled out of the carriers was, we get to update our software on our phones on our terms. I wonder how they got that through. Well, because they started with Singular. Yeah. Right? And Singular was small enough so that when Singular got was acquired the by AT&T, AT&T the yeah. contract was still there. And, you know, basically, people were so enamored by the iPhone when it first came out because it was... So revolutionary. Um, and people wanted this feature. I think we were all sick and tired of not being able to get software updates for our phones. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of gone halfway with Android now where you've got 18 months of guaranteed software updates on certain devices. But uh, the one thing that I would say is that the software testing back then, the carriers used to do very serious software testing. And it seems like that has kind of gone by the wayside here. Clearly, it has with a couple of Samsung devices and Freedom Mobile. So, you know, That's I think, the challenge though with Android phones in general,
0: right? It's so fragmented.
1: Well, and, and this, this is the thing. I mean, with Apple, they've got only a select number of models, so I think testing is probably quite a bit easier. Um, Samsung, ZTE, Huawei. Oh, you've got hundreds of different and models of phones. Every week there's something new coming out. So it's just like, are we doing the rigorous testing that needs to be done here? No, um, apparently not. I, 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 would, I would look to both the device makers and the carriers and say that 9.1, like of all of the features... That your phone has to be able to use nine one one has to be the one that should be rock
2: solid. Yes, it seems to me like there should be a QA checklist somewhere, and nine one one should be very high <laughs> on the priority. I'm, maybe, maybe I'm laughing.
0: Do. I shouldn't be laughing, but yes, yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I, I know, I know. There's probably someone out there, some technician or engineer, who is just slapping their forehead going right now because it probably was on someone's list and didn't get done. But you know this story could have been far more tragic. So I think we should be happy that it wasn't, but also this is a cautionary tale going forward so that these
0: devices need more testing. Speaking of 911, I don't know if you saw this story um, a few days ago. Uh, this kid in Ontario, 7-year-old kid, unhappy with his Christmas gift, snow pants, uh, phoned 911 oh, to voice his displeasure. 911 wow. worked for him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, um, you know, I, I, I can only imagine um, what my parents would have said had I dialed 911 about a Christmas gift I wasn't happy about. They probably wouldn't have said much at all. Uh, the back of my head would probably be quite sore, and uh, I'd hear yeah. some ringing in my ears, and it wouldn't be Christmas bells.
0: Moving on to some other uh, stories here on the App Show. Christina, this is interesting. Uh, Nike thinks the future of its stores is in an app. What's that all about?
2: So Nike has released, and it looks like so far it's just in the UK here, um, but it's Released It's Nike app at retail, which allows you to do pretty much everything you'd want to do in a Nike store while you're shopping for shoes on your phone. Um, you can shop right from the app, choose your size and style, and have it checked out seamlessly right from the app. Well,
0: I think more and more of these big brands are are, are doing that, more kind of appifying their shopping experience. Uh, the Apple Store would be a great example. You can get the Apple Store app and essentially go into one of their Apple stores, if you see something on the shelf through the app, you can basically scan the barcode and pay, th- pay for it from your Apple account and just walk out.
2: Right, and with shoes, this actually becomes even more seamless because what they are actually doing is you can grab a shoe from the shoe wall yeah. and scan it and request for a size to be brought out to you without having to stand there awkwardly while Hold, all, of the, the shoe, yeah, <laughs> while all of the staff are busy with other people. You this think is a process that drives me crazy. I know,
0: but is that is that going to work, though? Like, when you go into some of these stores, like a Nike store, it's busy. So now you're going to order... You, oh, I want this Nike trainer in a size 9 through an app. Like, how fast is that going to be? Well, so here's the thing you go into the Apple Store, and they actually have a very similar process,
1: right? So I can actually use the Apple Store app to, um, to, Purchase something, standing there in the store, that they will bring out to me, and they know where I am in the store. Yep. Um, when I speak to an associate, typically I can see them inputting the fact that I'm, you know, wearing a blue jacket or the guy with the glasses and the blonde hair. So uh, this this does work. I think Nike's probably got uh, they got a, they got a good idea here.
2: The thing that I think is fascinating about this is that it really frees up the staff to actually give you you know, good recommendations and information rather than be running back and forth getting you sizes, right? Then it becomes a a conversation about your needs and what you need the shoes for, what you're going to be doing with them.
0: That's the dream.
2: Rather than just the very transactional, I need these in a size nine and there are 16 other people waiting for your attention. So you're just going to get me the size nine and get around to those other people.
0: Well, coming to a Nike store near you very, very soon. When we come back from the break, did you get a new Android phone for Christmas? Well, we've got the 10 apps that you must have loaded into your new phone. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with The App Show. Mike, Graham, and Christina here. Still lots more to chat about. Later on, we'll be uh, telling you what apps you need to download if you've just got a new iPhone. The must-haves. We'll also be doing our Hot 5 app countdown. This week, it's the Hot 5 New Year's resolution apps. So stay tuned for that. Right now, though, we want to talk about Android apps. Did you just get a new Android smartphone for Christmas? Well... We've got some apps uh, that uh, you should definitely have a look at. Uh, So, Graham, let's uh, start with, uh, and no particular order here, Pocket Casts.
1: Yeah, I I love my podcast. And now Android has recently just launched their own podcast app, uh, but personally, I've really enjoyed using Pocket Casts in the past. Uh, it is a great app that lets you not only uh, listen to podcasts, but also find them and subscribe to new ones. Uh, so it's a really cool app. It's got a beautiful interface uh, and will let you even create your own custom playlists of podcasts as you go
0: through. We're talking about the, uh, the top Android apps you need to download if you've just got a new Android smartphone. Christina, password manager always need one of these
2: you always need one of these and if you don't use one of these i'm very concerned for you because i know what you're doing you're using the same password everywhere
0: yes yes <laughs>
2: <laughs> stop doing that stop so, right now so
0: which one do you recommend
2: <laughs> i personally use LastPass and have four years and to be honest i'm not sure if it's the best one at the time it was the hottest one on the market and now that all my passwords are in there i am not really excited about trying to transfer to another one yeah so, if you're going to invest in a password mas- manager, I recommend doing your research and finding one that works for you because once you're in there, you're not going to want to switch out.
0: That was LastPass, a fantastic password manager uh, available for all platforms, uh, really. Uh, next one here, uh, Visco. ViscoCam. So this is actually a really great camera application that gives you a
1: little bit more granular control over your camera, as well as some really great editing features. So if you're looking to to have some more fun with your camera, you want something that's beyond just the basic camera app that comes with your Android, uh, ViscoCam is a good way to go.
0: We're talking about the, uh, the top Android apps you should definitely download if you've just got a new uh, Android smartphone. Uh, Christina, this one's a big one, Messages.
2: Messages is actually built into your Google um, platform, especially if you have a newer phone. Uh, The great thing about this is, though, though, that you can sync your texts to all your nearby computers. It's not quite as elegant as Apple's iMessage, which allows you to transmit messages over uh, Wi-Fi, etc., and has FaceTime built in and all that great stuff. But it is a good solution on Android. It's
0: kind of like the iMessage for for Google. Yeah, essentially, it's a web app that's built
1: into, that's right. uh, that you can get in Chrome, that will let you synchronize across, so you can reply from your computer, which is great. That's one
0: of the features I love about iMessage. Um, and, yeah, it's it's getting there. I feel like... The problem with iMessage, though, um, you can sync it between all your Apple devices, but yes. if you've got a Windows machine... A, a, a what? Windows. <laughs> Windows. I, I don't do Windows. Well, many people
1: do. <laughs> I, uh, I have a Windows computer I, right now. I, I have a Windows computer. It's my gaming machine, which sits
0: right next to my iMac, so... There it is. (laughs) We're talking about some of the hot uh, apps to get for your Android smartphone. Uh, if you've just got a new one uh, for Christmas, uh, Graham, audio recorder,
1: audio recorder. So this is very handy if you need to uh, stay with me on this one. Record audio. Uh, voice notes are very, very handy if you're looking to record a conversation, uh, get some, uh, get a, a meeting recorded, uh, and of course you can sync this across devices through the cloud. Uh, medium settings quite good with it, so um, you can do that. But if you want a high quality recording, uh, you can set it to high quality as well, and you get CD quality audio.
0: Uh, We're also looking at some more apps here. Files by Google. Christina.
2: Google Files is actually a standalone app that allows you to manage all of your files on your Android phone. Even though your Android phone does have a file manager built in, this one just gives you a much better experience and makes it much easier to look through all your files on your phone. So definitely recommend this one.
0: Uh, And finally, uh, before we go to break,
1: Graham, uh, quickly, Pocket. Pocket. So if you like to read the news. Uh, if you're looking at uh, reading websites offline or you're just looking to collect things throughout the day and take some time to read them in a bit of a digest, uh, Pocket's a great way to do that. Uh, Pocket's also really handy because it does have a uh, text-to-speech so you can have it read uh, your, uh, your uh, articles to you. So a very cool little app, and uh, it's a great way of, uh, of checking out all the news in one, sp- one space.
2: It's also great at uh, collecting things into collections. So, for example, when we look for news for the app show, I can actually mark it as being news for the app show, and it keeps it all together for me.
0: Uh, and then you can send those to people, can't you? Yes, you can. That is that is very cool. Yeah. Is that how you send them to me?
2: No, because no. you don't know how to use Pocket. <laughs>
0: No, that's why you print them (laughs) these these white sheets of paper. You're listening to the App Show right now. We still have uh, a lot more to chat about today. Uh, Of course, we just talked about the top Android apps you should get if you just got a new Android smartphone in your life. Uh, After we do our Hot 5 in the next uh, segment, we will be talking about the top iPhone apps you should get. There's some pretty cool ones uh, there. So if you just got a new iPhone uh, over the holidays, uh, definitely want to stay tuned for that because we'll uh, give you the lowdown. When we come back from the break, it's the Hot 5 app countdown this week. And this week it is the Hot 5 New Year's resolution apps. That'll help you stay on the straight and narrow in 2019. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be back shortly after this. You are back with the App Show. Still got lots to talk about, uh, including the Hot iPhone apps you need to download if you've just got yourself a new iPhone over the holidays. But it's that time. This week, it's the hot five New Year's resolution apps. And uh, Christina, you didn't want these in any particular order, but I put them in an order.
2: They're just not a specific theme. They're sort of all over the map of the different types of New Year's resolutions that people might have.
0: You should have all five.
2: You should have all five. Exactly. So it's hard to rank them.
0: It sure is. So let's start with uh, number five, keep track of it all, Way of Life. So this is a, uh, a way
1: to create good habits and break bad habits. We, we've all heard, I think, that it takes about 21 days to either create or break a habit, right? So um, this app, um, Way of Life, lets you establish those things by journaling and setting up sort of appointments with yourself to uh, keep track of your resolution. And so you can update your progress daily. And as you do this, you can start building towards it becoming a habit and a reality for you. Um, So if you're looking to, say, for example, quit smoking, every day that you don't smoke, log it in way of life. Uh, Every day that you go to the gym, log it in way of life. And now you're on your way to a better habit, and that is a good thing for your new year.
0: Next up, we have mint
2: Mint has been around for a really long time, actually. This is a great app for helping you save money and keep track of your finances, which I think we could all use a little help with because that $5 latte habit is... uh so It adds up, man. It- <laughs> That's really
0: fast. Jesus,
2: yes. That's right. So Mint is a great little app. It lets you sync all of your different accounts within the app and will also let you categorize all your expenditures. It actually does automatically categorize things for you, but you might have to do like a little bit of rejigging there because sometimes it miscategorizes things, but that's okay. It's great for keeping track of everything and also keeping track of all your bills when they're going to come do and make sure you get them all paid off.
0: We're talking about the uh, hot five New Year's resolution apps. Uh, Graham, since you're the fitness guy, my fitness pal. Uh,
1: This app was actually almost single-handedly responsible for helping me lose about 30 pounds. Really? Yeah. So I logged everything that I ate every day. Snacks, uh, going out for coffee, getting a latte. Um, and essentially, over time, I started to look at how many calories I was consuming. Um, I was consuming about 26 to 2700 calories per day uh, when I first started this. I knocked it down to about 1500 calories per day. Uh, so I was running at a calorie deficit for a few months. And that helped me knock off weight really quickly as I was going to the gym. Uh, you can ramp that back up when you just want to start to build some muscle. Uh, but it's a really great way of sort of committing to yourself that you're going to be doing this. The best part about it is I found I can add friends and family and they would cheer me on as I would log in, log my meals, and get stuff done.
2: You know what I think is fantastic about this app? You can actually build your own recipes by adding ingredients, and it will automatically calculate those calories for you.
1: Yeah, and that's, I mean, it's great. In addition, if you do have packaged uh, food that you're buying, you can scan the UPC barcode. So you've got sort of both sides of it. You have the automatic, and then you have the manual, and you can basically
0: build a full profile of what it is that you're eating or drinking. Smart. Smart. Another New Year's Resolution app, uh, Quit Now. This is uh, to help folks quit smoking. And uh, as we know, that's uh, very, very challenging. This will actually track your progress while you're trying to quit. It tracks everything from the number of minutes, hours, and days since you last smoke, And to help you stay motivated, it shows you how many cigarettes you have avoided. Ooh, That would be crazy, right? If you were like a heavy smoker. And seeing how many that uh, you haven't been smoking.
2: Yeah, I think it's I very motivating mo- That would be as motivating. Well. Uh,
0: but also how much money you've saved. It shows you that too.
2: Yes, which I think should be a great motivator because I hear cigarettes have gotten really expensive in, in Canada.
0: Oh, very much so. Again, that app uh, called Quit Now. The last app here we have for New Year's resolutions and our Hot 5 app countdown, Christina Headspace.
2: Headspace is a meditation app that helps you get into meditation. It actually starts with a free 10-day course just to help you ease into the routine. And then after that, you do have to purchase a subscription. But it has everything in here from meditation on helping you become more focused to being less stressed to helping you sleep uh, and just in general, becoming a more mindful person. And as research shows, meditation is actually very helpful helpful um, for people's health and well-being.
0: Thanks, Christina. When we come back from the break, if you've just got a new iPhone, stay tuned. We're going to talk about some great apps that you need to load onto your new smartphone. You're listening to The App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network, back shortly after this. You are back with The App Show. As we promised, if you did get a new iPhone over the holidays, These next uh, apps are definitely ones you want to have a look at and load onto your little phone. Uh, Let's start off with uh, Mail. So, of course, the iPhones have the built-in Mail app, and it's pretty good, but, Christina, you're recommending Outlook.
2: Yes, I found that Outlook is just a much better solution on the iPhone. It gives you a clean interface, and it, it's really reliable. I found that Apple Mail was a little less so, and so this this app is great. And also, it gives you a, a more seamless experience if you're using Outlook on your computer.
0: Which many of us are.
2: Most of us, I would say, yes.
0: And they recommend this, especially if you've got like a Gmail account, Outlook's a lot... Uh...
2: Smoother. That's what I'm saying. But across the board, its compatibility with uh, the email services are great and much more reliable than with Apple Mail.
0: Graham, uh, this next app here, uh, again, we're talking about apps for your new iPhone, Google Photos. So Google Photos is kind of, it's an interesting one because
1: they've started to add some really smart AI features into this. Uh, This syncs with Google Photos in the cloud, so you get a ton of storage from them for free and you can buy a little bit more for a small amount of money. Um, The search on Google Photos is probably one of my favorite features because it can identify things like if you're searching for a gray cat, which, uh, you know, when I'm looking for pictures of my cat, Stormageddon, uh, I'm doing quite often. So it, it, it is able to find those and find those quite well. And also the sort of safety and security of making sure that it is tied into your Google accounts so you can access them from anywhere. Um, the one thing that we will always stress is please use two factor authentication with any cloud app because losing your photos
0: would be sad. This is a must have. I mean, it's a free way to back up all your photos. You know how many photos I have on my iPhone now? A I lot. think 11,000. Yeah. I didn't even know that my phone could. Handle that many? They're up in the cloud, of course. But uh, I pay for Apple's uh, iCloud storage. Mm -hmm. uh, But with Google Photos, if you don't want to pay for the extra storage you would need, uh, this is a great free way to do it. And I use it uh, on my home computer because that's where I dump a lot of my photos from my digital cameras. But you know, if you've got an iPhone or an iPad, you're taking photos with it with them. uh, This is definitely. One to have.
1: I I personally like having both because having one backup is good, having two backups is even better. So, good choice there. Uh,
0: Next app here, and then again, we're talking about apps for new iPhone users. Uh, Apple Maps, it's good, but if you really want good directions, Google Maps.
2: Yes, I definitely like Google Maps. And I'm sorry, Apple, I do still love you. It sounds like I'm using everyone else's apps.
0: It does. It does. <laughs> it does. it does.
2: It does sound like <laughs> Bad that. Bad
0: Apple woman. Uh,
2: but I do still love Apple and many of their apps, but there are a couple that could use some work, and the Maps app is one of them. I find the Google Maps experience is much more seamless, better directions. I get lost a lot less, and the great thing about it is that it feels very much like the Maps experience that I get on my desktop when I'm using Google there.
0: Do you know where Apple Maps does not like here in the... Metro Vancouver area? Langley. Really? God help me. Every time I've used Apple Maps out there, you know, they've got all these streets now that just kind of end and then continue later on. I've gotten so lost with Apple Maps because it thinks I can go through like a ravine.
2: It's interesting though because you really like Apple Maps and you give I, me a hard time for using Google Maps. I do
0: because it's just kind of hard baked right into the operating system but so, if but, I'm in Langley, I use Google Maps.
2: But I think it's a little absurd to have to use a different app when I'm in a different area.
0: Well, so here's the thing. I've, I've actually,
1: i I've got to stand up for Apple Maps on, on one thing here. They handle construction so much better than Google does. Uh, so we've had a number of streets really? that are shut down okay. uh, in New Westminster and and down along uh, First Ave in, in East Van uh, Apple the day after the construction went in ha- would reroute you around it Google for about two months wasn't able to figure it out and I reported it a number of times through Google Maps to see if I could like spur that. Um, and I have found that Apple Maps tends to be more responsive when you send in something saying, uh, this is absolutely insane, like you're trying to get me to tr- drive through a ravine. I usually end up getting a response back from them saying, hey, we checked it out and we fixed the route. Yeah. So There's a ravine there. There's a ravine here. Oh, maybe that's
0: my problem. It's, it's like Back to the I, Future 3. Don't yeah. drive through that thing. Okay. Yeah. Google Maps. Google Maps. We're talking about the uh, apps you should get for your new iPhone. Christine. I'll let you handle this one, deliveries. This is really cool. So if you're getting packages from different sources, whether it's FedEx or Purolator, UPS, this is the app to have.
2: That's right. And I am very new to this, but I think this is genius because I hate navigating to a different website every time. And you can actually just copy and paste some tracking code um, right from that confirmation email you get from the retailer Copy and paste that tracking code right into this app and it will track your package for you all in that one interface. In a
0: nice, easy to understand interface. That's
2: right. Yes. You don't have to go to the FedEx app or website and then go to the UPS website and then the Canada Post one. It just keeps it all together for you.
0: I got to be honest. I never knew this existed. It does cost money. I think it's about five bucks or so but worth it if you do get a lot of packages. It's been around
1: for a really long time. We were talking about this earlier. This started off as a dashboard web app in macOS back in like 2008. So it's been around for a long time. I, I love deliveries. I've been swearing by it for for years. <laughs> you love deliveries? Of course. I love deliveries. Yes. You're buying too much stuff. Uh, yes, correct. <laughs> okay, Graham, we're going to let you cover this one. Uh, fantastical. Fantastical. I, I, again, I've been using this app for over a decade. Um, So this is available not just for your phone, where it is a phenomenal calendar app, but there is a great macOS app as well. And so this is an app that will take a look at uh, all of your accounts. It has a smart system for adding things and locations. You can use real language uh, when you're creating a new meeting invite. So, you know, lunch with Mike on January the 2nd at, you know, 1 p.m. And it will actually add you mike in from my contacts to give me a list of mikes if i've got more than one of them um and it will ask me the uh the location of it so fantastical is a really smart uh calendar app it's beautiful their streamlined view where you can see the calendar at the top and all of your stuff down at the bottom is a great way of navigating all of the things that you've got to do so if you haven't checked out fantastical check it out
0: uh and finally uh again talking about uh, some cool iphone apps for the new iphone users out there uh IA Writer. Have you seen this one before, Christina?
2: I have not. Uh,
0: So if you like to take a lot of notes, uh, have a look at this one. Uh, It's IA Writer. It's uh, like a a fast, minimal app that makes uh, taking notes super easy. You can jot them down, and you can actually sync those notes uh, between your iPhone, iPad, uh, even your Mac, and your Windows PC as well, which is kind of cool.
2: Excellent. I actually don't love the uh, built-in notes app in on the iPhone, so. I know
0: I'm struggling with it. They've improved it, you know, over the past few years. You can add things easier, but I'm still, still learning.
2: Yeah, I find that when I'm trying to do something quickly, it does not keep up with me because you do need to open up a new note or select an old note to to add to. It just it's a little clunky for me.
1: The one thing I do like about the Notes app that comes with uh, iOS is that you can lock notes now. So you can put things like passwords in there, or key codes, or things like that. So if you've got sensitive information that you need to have available to you but not available to anybody else, you can lock those notes and keep them quite safe.
2: Um, we're trying to get people to download password managers so that they're not uh, <laughs> <laughs> that they're not generating. You know, easy to crack passwords, Graham, and you are just working against us here.
1: you can use Face (laughs) ID and Touch ID for it.
0: There you go. But she doesn't have Face ID on her phone Uh, because she's got an older phone. Time to upgrade. (laughs) What do you got, an iPhone 7?
2: Um, Something like that. Uh, We're up on iPhone (laughs) 10s now. (laughs) I'm at a success still.
1: Are you really? (laughs) Yes. Wow. Have you, did, you got your battery replaced, right?
2: I did get my battery replaced. Time,
1: time's ticking on that. So uh, I think you've got maybe a day or two left to get that done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For the sweet price. For the sweet price. So I think it's like $35 or $39 each. I've got three phones I'm bringing in. So i got to go do that now. you have three iPhone 6s? Uh, no, I've got an iPhone 6. I've got an iPhone 5. And I've got my iPhone 10. And all of them are eligible for free battery updates. Well, cheap battery updates. So I'm going to do that. You have
0: an iPhone 10? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, check it out. There you go. When we come back from the break, we've got a few more apps to talk about. Uh, we have our travel and fitness apps and our game app of Ooh. the week. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network, back after this. You're back with the App Show. Mike, Graham, and Christina here. We've got a few more apps to talk about before we get to our lovely travel app of the week. What, what game app do you have?
1: Well, I, I think you both know that I'm a huge fan of SkyTrain. Right. And I, I love my trains worldwide. I I've, I've basically, if I go to a place, I try to see if they've got a metro system or a train system that I can ride. Uh, first thing I did when I got to Vancouver is I rode to every stop on the SkyTrain. Train. Right. You're you're so weird. Okay, I,
2: someone needs to drop Graham in the middle of London and l- let him do that. Oh it's yeah, d- days. I, I
1: I love the London <laughs> Underground. There's a, there's a new uh, spur on the line that's coming out that I'm so excited for. Anyway, um, so there is a game called Mini Metro, and this is available for iOS and for Android. And in the past, it's been a game where there have been some very specific objectives of what you have to do in this game. Well, uh, just now in November, they have released a creative mode update. So if you've got kids who've played Minecraft or other games like that, Creative Mode basically puts all of the tools at the game uh, at your disposal. It's kind of a sandbox mode. You can just play. And so you have uh, you know unlimited stuff. In this particular game, you've got unlimited tracks, and unlimited locomotives. Um, all of your lines are unlocked and uh, they've got uh, some really great new features uh, in the app. So if you like trains and you like building things, you've got sort of like a SimCity feel going on, you can build your own Metro line with Mini Metro. Uh, it sells for $5.49 Canadian. It is available for both iOS and Android, and it is a ton of fun.
0: That is Mini Metro. You're loving that. I'm loving it. It's great. Let's uh, move on to our travel app of the week with Christina. What do we have?
2: This app is called Forgotten, and it's available on iOS and Android. It comes with a bit of a catch. It's only available for the U.S. at the moment. Okay. But it's one to keep an eye out. On. So this app will lead you to abandoned places where you can take photos. <laughs>
0: or get mugged. No. <laughs> oh,
2: I, had,
1: I had two kidneys when I walked in. Yes. Okay, sorry. Keep
0: going.
2: No, I think this is genius. I really enjoy taking photos of places that look abandoned and have that eerie feel to them. And I hate being in places where it's just a tourist trap and there is 800 People who I don't know in my photos. Yeah, that drives me crazy. That is
0: true. So, so like old so abandoned buildings,
2: buildings and structures and things like that. If yes. You,
1: if you fancy yourself an urban explorer, it's kind of a cool app to have. Did you guys hear about the uh, Russian Buran shuttles? No. So in the, in the, oh, the yes, in yes. the eighties they had built a competing shuttle line that never launched, and we didn't know where they were. And an urban explorer found the shuttle facility, broke into it, and took all of these really cool pictures. So if you uh, if you kind of like the urban exploring stuff and you don't mind being hunted by the Russian army, uh, maybe go look for the Buran.
0: Again, this is forgotten, but just in the U.S. app store right now.
2: Yes, but they're adding new loca- locations all the time. So hopefully we'll see some great new places added to it.
0: That's all the time we have left for the app show. Don't forget to listen to our sister show every week, Get Connected, here on CKW 980 and across the Chorus Radio Network and Grand Podcasts. We are available as a
1: podcast on iTunes, as a podcast uh, through Google Play Music, and through Spotify.
0: Spotify, the app show, and Get Connected. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app,